This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Tuesday, boys and girls. Welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sherapan. I am Matt Peralt. You guys can follow our show on Twitter at Boston versus the book props.com props YouTube channel and all the like in the wake of the Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> emotional sadness of the goodbye, the wave, the walk, the hug, the kid, the still shots of him oh. walking up the, the alley or whatever you want to call it. The ramp. Are you okay, Dave? I'm good now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good now. A little emotional last night. No, I mean, it is what it is. You don't know until it actually happens. And it was really cool the way I want to thank Baker for not getting that fourth down conversion. So we got to actually go back out and do the victory formation. No, it was a pick. He got picked off. Yeah. Well, it was a fourth down. He got intercepted. It's, it, <laughs> Again. We it to be done. It was fourth down when he, when that happened. That was fine. So that made it okay. I can't believe that Najee didn't go down. Um, That swung all the teasers like that we're going to cover that didn't, that they got to drive down and get to. I mean, that was crazy. I was just sitting there going, Ooh, like we joke about it and Furman jokes about it and stuff on the Twitter. We go back and forth all the time. How many millions did that swing? That swung some millions because that got the te- the total to cover, you know, the over when it wasn't on the teaser. And it got the Steelers to cover when it wasn't on the teaser. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun night. I mean, I can't believe that the Browns were favored. I still can't believe that. All right. So now that we've seen it. Was that it? Does that look at like a guy who'd be willing to wear a different uniform next season? Hell no. Hell no. Do you think so? I don't. No, I don't I, think I, there's I, a yeah, chance I, in hell that he plays yeah. anywhere else. Like it was too much. Like it was done, too, done, right? Yeah, it was too. Um, there were too many people in the tunnel. Like he brought everyone down and he spent quite a bit of time with the hugs and the pictures and like, yeah, it just it felt to me like a guy who had his mind made up, like I'm done and yeah. I'm comfortable being done. I'm going to absorb the moment. I, I you know, I'm not going to be overly emotional yet, but I want to make sure everybody I love and care about is going to be down here on the field that yep. I can celebrate with. So, yeah, I mean, I changed my opinion. I thought he might sign on for a one or two game running. Maybe he still will. But right now, that's a guy who's done. Yeah. And, and you know what they say, right? Um, when you start thinking about retirement, you're retired. Like that was a guy that's been thinking about it, accepted it, um, soaked it in, and said goodbye to all the fans yeah. and, and and everybody in Pittsburgh. Now, if the Saints come calling, <laughs> if if the Washington 
I guess they're going to be the groundhogs or something. I don't know what they're going to call this Washington football team, but if they come calling, if somebody needs a one-year bridge, would he go back? I don't think so, but anything's possible. I mean, the guy still likes to play football, but he just can't physically perform the job anymore. He can't have 46 pass attempts and 123 yards. Like, I don't, I don't even know what I was witnessing last night. He kept throwing the ball two yards, three yards, two yards, minus four yards, two yards, three yards. Like, it's, it's, it's clear that it's done, and I think he's done. 32 pass attempts in the first half last night for less than 100 yards. That's incredible. Became the first quarterback in 40 years to have that happen. It's incredible. I mean, we talked about last night. We were talking about the under, and, and, and we both liked the under on his pass attempts. He got 32 in the first half. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, well, everything was- happened the way we kind of talked about it, right? Like, Najee got the ball and ran the ball successfully. Um. I have no idea what Cleveland's doing uh, offensively. Like, and we saw a little bit of the Manning cast as well. And they were asking, where's Chubb? Like, where's Chubb? Is he hurt? Like I was doing the same thing, not watching the Manning cast and going, wait, yeah, okay, good. I'm not the only one that is asking. I don't understand. We talked about it yesterday. I, th- I believe it was you and I. I did so many shows yesterday. When Chubb gets over 17, carries the the Browns are five and one. They don't give them the ball enough. Yeah. Here's the stat. And people were saying to me when I questioned this as to it was intentional. Baker Mayfield threw 38 pass attempts last night, averaging 4.8 yards per attempt. Nick Chubb rushed the ball 12 times last night, averaging 4.8 yards per attempt. (laughs) What were the Browns? doing what was and so the answer i got was from people the twitter world they believe that it was a uh strategic move by kevin stefanski to one protect his running back and two expose his quarterback believe it no Mm. i don't believe that i mean what what would be the purpose of that you keep nick chubb healthy for next year stefanski is not going anywhere but Baker sure as hell might be. <laughs> so you basically say, Hey, I'm not going to run my guy into the ground. I'm not going to burn him up. I'll run him occasionally, but we're going to go out here and show the world that Baker Mayfield banged up or not is making some really poor decisions and it's not working. And I need the evidence to go to ownership and say, Baker needs to go. Wow. Man, that's crazy. If that's the case, it's so much more than what's going on on the field. I guess, it, I guess maybe, uh, Somewhere, somebody, maybe, you know, that could that could fly. Um, I think it's Would, pretty clear that Baker's done there. No, like what are oh, they I agree. him back for? Oh, I agree. But you need you still need to make it. I mean, this is a dude who's everywhere. I mean, he is one of the more recognizable faces in the NFL simply because of the commercials. So if you're a Browns fan, a casual Browns fan, and you're all in on Baker, and, and I mean, the best tweet I saw today was that, Joe Burrow is who the Browns thought Baker was going to be. <laughs> and I think that's so true. Journeyman, you know, transfer, come in, Heisman Trophy, big arm, big personality, going to resurrect the franchise. Hasn't happened. It has happened with the Bengals, and it has happened with Burrow, thanks to Jamar Chase. But there's a lot of 
I think there's a lot of people who don't know what the Browns do with the position. If it's not Baker, you've invested a lot in him. So if he's gone one, who's next and two, who wants Baker? Does anybody want him? Oh, somebody will sign Baker Mayfield for sure. As a starter. Oh, they'll try. Yeah. He's Hmm. beat up. I mean, he's physically, he's, he's beat up bad. And when you're physically beat up bad, you can't, perform the job you make bad decisions a lot of things bad happen um now it would be great if the browns i mean they were in the playoffs last year they were mm-hmm. in the afc championship last year mm-hmm. he was healthy mm-hmm. they were i mean they were right there so these things happen i mean but if they have the option to get someone else i think they might at this point but I mean, who knows? Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll they'll keep Baker and keep the you know ship headed that way. I just think I have such a different viewpoint of it because I get to really appreciate the numbers last night watching the Steelers and the Ben and he never went under five hundred. Never went under five hundred in all this time. Tomlin or Tomlin or Ben or the combination of the two? The combination of the two. Because Tomlin became the first head coach in the in history of the league to go 16 years without having an under 500 mark record. Right. Yeah. And so. Ben's been a quarterback the whole time. Right. So um, you haven't had these swings. There was never a time where it was like, oh, you know, you got to get rid of the quarterback. I mean, I've been right. talking about getting rid of Tomlin for years. And again, until you come up with something better. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's always the case, but he's a damn good know. coach. Tomlin's yeah. a damn good coach. He's a damn good coach. I like Mike Tomlin a lot. Well, every what time ha- you see what happened with Antonio Brown, and then you see what happened with Le'Veon Bell, and all it's like he was managing a lot of big personalities and going to Super Bowls with these crazy people. You know, like crazy things happening in the locker room, like just the drama and the different things, and they were still winning games on the field. I mean, he's been a player's coach forever. I, I it took. I I think. If you ask a lot of Steeler fans, they're like, yeah, I could, you know, take it or leave it with Tomlin. I said it to someone earlier this morning. He's not Chuck Knoll. This is the problem with Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. They're the only two coaches that have been with the Steelers since Chuck Knoll, and they're never going to be Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll won four Super Bowls in six years, completely turned the franchise around, and is revered beyond belief. And I don't know how you live up to that standard, but – Tomlin is a good coach, and a lot of Steeler fans never really – it took a long time for some of them to come around, and some never will. So here's my question. Steelers are on the road at the Ravens. The Ravens are not eliminated yet. Steelers are alive. Ravens are alive. What at the Ravens scenario, how in the world do they get in? They need it's everybody to lose. Basically, yeah. I mean, I think they might need ties. Like, they're 8-8, eight and eight, so they probably need Vegas and... Um, Chargers? No. no, they need the Colts to lose. The Colts would have to lose to go to 9-8 and eight because Chargers are going to be 9-8 and eight or Raiders are going to be 9-8. and eight. If they tie, it's 9-7-1. and one. They still have a better record than the Ravens, who are 8-8. Eight and eight. So the Ravens will need to have a tiebreaker with the Colts. To get in somehow, some way with some scenario for them to, to leapfrog. Indy's got to lose to Jacksonville for a lot of people to get in, but they're still alive. So like going into the game, they both play at one o'clock. If I yeah, that's right. That's right. So 
they're not going to, so the Steelers and the Ravens are both going to play this game straight up. Like they know they have to win to have any shot of even getting the, Correct. you know, crazy wonk. Can the Steelers go to Baltimore and win? Uh, I mean, I guess so. They can. Um, do I like them too? No, yeah. I don't. I, I, as of right now, um, Baltimore money line. I'd consider the Steelers plus the points, maybe. I think it's going to get up. It's going up. It's five, five and a half now. I think it's going up. But um, I think it's after after that game against Cleveland, they're going to go on the road and beat Baltimore. I mean, Lamar ain't coming back. So really? I don't think so. I mean, would you come back? I think he's beat up, man. He's another. He's another. You want to talk about protecting a guy? Harbaugh's got to protect Lamar from Lamar. Listen, man, we ain't Huntley making the playoffs. But Huntley might be better than him. Yeah, Huntley's. I mean, he's been playing really very well, well. really very well. well. So, so I don't know. I, I mean, know. he 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 had one pick. He was twenty to thirty-two for two hundred yards and a pick last week. So it wasn't outstanding, but he's been at times. He's really shown himself to be a really impressive quarterback just don't just don't turn the ball over like that's Mm. that that's what they need him to do because that defense i mean i guess they didn't score enough points to win the game last week but they could have they should have like i I don't know how they didn't beat the rams i was watching a lot of that game and and again we talked second half yesterday yeah they just um couldn't do much in second half Stafford throwing them picks man it just I can't get it out of my head. I can't unsee it. Like the Rams aren't winning the Super Bowl because Stafford's going to throw a crucial pick. It's going to cost them a game. They're one of the few teams I think can go to Green Bay and win and take them out. But I think Stafford's going to, you know, throw that uh, bad interception that's going to swing the game. All right. Before we get to some more NFL things, I, I want to get your take on this. So last night, three and oh. Yeah. I had it. I had three bets. And I did not bet on any of them. You didn't take the heat. You told me for sure you were taking the heat. Didn't take any of them. Didn't bet the the, uh-huh. the magic at plus 14. They lose by four. Right. The heat at plus 11. They lose by seven, I believe. Yep. And Curry goes way under his five and a half threes last night. Mm. What's what? I, I mean, is is there like, there's no real advice besides just trust yourself and stop overthinking it and just fire on it because I had the I had the right read in all three of the plays so I'm very frustrated with myself for not for not doing that but on the Curry three point prop situation is Curry healthy like what is going on with Curry right now I watched the highlights only I didn't see the game but I watched the highlights and then I went and just read the box score shot the ball a lot. Yeah. He's missing a lot of shots. He's not for lack of trying. He's not. It's not like he's not getting attempts. He's missing a lot of shots. I think, I mean, this is one of those ones where I'm going to have to watch it a little deeper and do a little more research and reading. But him having to get through so much to get those open looks, and those open looks aren't as open as they were. Clay coming back is going to, be absolutely huge for him. The second he steps on the floor, I bet the Warriors to win it all. Why don't you bet it before? You're going to get a better I number. Want, 
I want to see, well, I want to see him get cleared. I mean, I, it's the rumor is he comes back Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So I need him to be officially in the lineup because I've seen this happen too many times with guys with leg injuries in the NBA and right before they get back, they have a setback and True. he, he's the Wait. key. I, I, he is the absolute a hundred percent key to that team winning it all. Curry went one for 10 last night behind the arc. Nine. No. And they won, but he went one for 10. So the team is deep enough. And when you add clay, I think he's tired. I just think he's had to for the, you know, this is like an incredible start to the year for the warriors. No one thought they would be 29 and seven here no. in, in early January. Again, 47 and a half was their win total for the yeah. year. And they've got Four, yeah, 29 wins already. So, like, the countdown to that ticket cashing is like, I don't know, like Valentine's Day. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they're just, but Curry has had to do so much running off screens, even playing like, like I mean, a part of the game last night, I felt like he was being sort of a dummy. Like, he was just like running off screens and jacking shots because he was supposed to. I don't know. I feel like he was really, I mean, he was just so off. Yeah. But because the play was there, he just took it to keep the defense honest. And then everybody else went crazy. And then he he had he had a ton of supporting help. And, you know, the, the bench got going really well. Wiggins goes for 22 points. You got 10 for Porter off the bench. Um, Poole goes for 32 off the bench. I mean, they've... They're I'm getting help. They're getting pool, a lot of yeah, help. Pool, uh, Curry, and Thompson together, along with Draymond playing, playing, playing defense and being a distributor. Oh boy! I mean, that is a really good team. Yeah, <laughs> it is a really, no doubt. really good team. No doubt. Um, so you're not betting. That's fine. Like you can't. Once you don't bet. So a lot of people fall into this trap and you're probably guilty of it because you've been on this streak with the juice and all this other stuff. I'm 30, 15 and one over the last 13 days. That's good enough. That's good enough. You're worried about bet you didn't make and they won. Do you worry about bet you didn't make and they lose too? Yes, because I think it was a good read. I was like, oh, good. I, I dodged that bullet. Of course, I go, I go back and I always look at games. I think I, I thought I was going to bet and go back to see what, what I was. It, ha- it happens in hockey all the time. Like, I, because I'm so bad at hockey, right. I, I'll go, I'll have it loaded in the app and I'll be like, nah, I just can't get there. And then I'll go and look at it and go, oh, I dodged that bullet because I'm right. on the wrong side of that game. So, yeah, I do. I, I do with both. I, I, I just get more angry when I, I did the work, I handicapped it right, and I had it all ready to go. The number went to where I thought it was going to go. I asked you, like, hey, where are the numbers going to go? Are we going to get mm-hmm. 10 or 11 for the Warriors? You're like, you get 10 at least. We got 11, okay. and, then, and then the buyback came down on 10 and a half. But there was an 11 sitting out there, and 10 and a half would have cared, would have cashed mm-hmm. as well. And then I said, where are the magic going? Because the magic, when I, uh, overnight, the magic line yep. was, uh, was, was, I think it was 13. Yep. And it closed at 16. Yep. So like, and they lost by four. And I was like, I think the magic coming off of back to back, they played Boston tough. The, this Bulls team is, is like, they've won eight games in a row, but they're 0 and 3 over the last three against the spread. The numbers and are like, too high. Yeah, numbers that that was the biggest spread of the year for the yep. Bulls, and they came nowhere near covering it. And the only reason, reason why we talked about yesterday was that in the previous meeting, the line was ten, and the Bulls won by thirty-five. But that wasn't during this current streak where right. the Bulls have just been beating everybody, and they're going to lose at some point. They're showing you that they're getting shaky, and they're going to you know lose to somebody here in the, in the very near future. But I just got concerned because the Warriors, sorry, because the Magic are bad. 
And I was like, man, back to back, they played overtime. It was a fade on the Bulls, and the the Magic got me nervous. And then they were there all the way to the last possession. They were in that game to win it potentially on the road. They almost beat the Bulls last night, lost by four with two free throws with like eight seconds. Do left you sweat the non bets either on the phone of app or, or on the watching the games just like yes. you do the actual bets? Not not the same way, but I definitely want to see. Like I was watching all those games last night. I watched the right. Warriors game. I watched the Bulls right. game, and I was like following along. Going like, ah, damn it! Like it was just like I had it. Like I had, I did the work. I put the 15, 20 minutes in to really break it down and get both games. I spent you know a good forty five minutes on both you know both games combined, and it's wasted time. No, it's good in my brain. It helps me going forward. Right. It's it's good evidence and it's good research and yes, it, it it's a it's a practice run, if you will. Right. Yes. Get the numbers. Look at the space. Look at the spot. Look at the players. Trends. You know, stack it all up. I couldn't get there, but next time maybe I will. And next time I'll go back and go like. And this is why I always recommend to anybody who's getting into gambling for the you know the, in the beginning. I'm fortunate because I get people to track my bets for me. But like, if you don't track your own wagers, you should also track the bets you don't make as much as tracking the bets you do make and have some system in place. Spreadsheet. I use. I, mean, I, I use this, which is a black little thing. That I, no I, I, yeah. Just journal. I just write everything down. Right. Yeah. And I just to, to go back and kind of go, Oh, let me see. All right. Well, I choked on them last time. And people have asked me a lot. Cause I love the, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. I've been a lot of Hawk games and a lot of Hawk props mm. and Clint Capella and Trey young unders um, and just different players on the Hawks that I've enjoyed betting on and getting involved with. And it started last year and it just kind of carried over into this year. And a lot of these books, just the algorithm hasn't really caught up from last year and who's right. in and who was, who was out. And so I like the Hawks a lot in the preseason. Um, the Knicks are the, you know, very similar team. Knicks in the first half last year was a very popular bet. So you just kind of like see where you're betting and seeing the, the trends that come in. And that helps you, I think, next time in the future to fall back and go, oh, right. I could have done that last time, but I didn't. So maybe this time I will. The Curry under three point shooting prop is fascinating, though. Do you think the number moves? I can't believe we didn't mention that on the show yesterday. I'm a little bit like, um, surprised at us because between the two of us we didn't we missed it and then when i saw that they were playing i was like oh i wonder what it is so i checked it it was five and a half under minus 125 is what i saw it at at DraftKings, i believe um right before the game as bad as he's shooting it might move it might move the next game and uh or or in a game or two if if people start betting it under, they're going to have to move the number. You found the per- perfect sweet spot as far as the bets, right? Five and a half. But, you know, more and more people listen to the show every day. And maybe, maybe more and more people start <laughs> betting it and stuff. And we start, you know, we put it out and a bunch of people see it. And then books are going to be like, all right, yeah, it's it's gone under. Well, Eight let's count. Out of nine. Well, let's just count right. it here. Let, let's go back to the 30th of November for Steph Curry. Okay? okay. 30th of November against Phoenix, three of 14. Okay. Then the next game at home against Phoenix, six of 11 over once. Okay. Next game, five of 17 against San Antonio. Okay. N- next game, seven of 13 for Orlando. Okay. Next, yeah. next game, six of 13 against Portland. Three. And then the run, three of 14. 
5 of 15, 5 of 14, 5 of 14, 4 of 12. We go almost three weeks without him going over. Then he goes 8 of 14 against Memphis four, four times. Then 5 of 16, 5 of 14 against Utah. He goes 6 of 12. Five. And then last night, it's 1 of 10. Since the 30th of November, Steph Curry has gone over five times over five and a half threes. The lion's share under mm. for this. Number ain't moving. No? I don't think so. I, I, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's going to be... If Ten people, in five to the under, and we're not moving yeah, the number. I would move the number. I think I would to go five? To four and a half. Well, I would go. Well, I mean, I could go four and a half and juice it a lot. Okay. Or just go to five and keep it flat. I, I, we talked about this before last week. I'd rather put it five and keep it fair and and get a lot of bets on it. I mean, if I could have put four and a half and juice it minus 150, what's the purpose? Like, people don't feel good about making that bet. And five and a half under. Five and a half under now is minus one thirty-five. I mean, just based on how many times it's gone under. I mean, I'd make it minus one forty. Rather just move it to five and let people bet it over. And if it falls five, it falls five. But it's gonna move. He can't keep going under. But Clay's coming back. Does that help or hurt? Um, I think he can go over more. He's going to get better looks. He's going to, he's not going to have to shoot 17 times shooting 17 threes in some of these games. Yeah. He might go over five now shooting it 12 times, 10 times, you know, he can shoot better, less, less attempts. Clay's going to fire, you know, I, I can't wait to see Clay play. I hope he's healthy. It's going to uh-huh. be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, ab- absolutely in love with the Warriors. If he comes back and he's healthy, man, I just plus 460 right now, plus 500 calling my name. You I, should five, just bet it now. I'm telling you, because if he comes back and what if they win by 30? Is the number's going to move to four to one like immediately? When he no no I'm gonna bet before he plays I'm not gonna wait for okay. him to play I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bet it but I want to make sure there's not in this final week of him ramping up he's going hard like I never watched some of the warmups but like he's going hard in warmups and they want him to be a hundred percent right and make sure that there's no lasting anything from correct this. so I want to make sure that we don't see a tweak a turn something happens a setback of man something. I hope not please don't I don't want to see that I would agree but. I'm not betting it until we have Clay Thompson has been cleared to play on Sunday in his return first game since blah, blah, blah. And then we go <laughs> and then I'm in and then I'm in Okay, full unit plus on Warriors to win it all at plus at five to one. I, I am. I am 100 percent in on that. Uh, all right. Let's get to some football conversations here because there's yes. really interesting stuff going on right now. The Titans are the one seed right now. They get the bye if they win on Sunday. All you do is get a win, beat the Texans, and they're in. One seed. Yes. Why are they 12 to 1 to win it all? Um, okay. So a couple things. One might be somebody kind of taking an opinion on the first game that they play. If it goes, if all the seeds win, 
they get the four seed, right? One, four. Mm-hmm. They get Buffalo. Okay. They got to beat Buffalo. Then they got to beat Kansas City. If the if the seeds all hold. Right. They're going to be dogs at home to Kansas City. <sighs> They're going to be dogs at home. Kansas City's going to be a road favorite. And the Buffalo game is going to be close to pick. I mean, Buffalo's odds are lower than Tennessee's odds to win the Super Bowl. That's why. So, you know, books are going, wait a second. The other thing is, is Tennessee went through that downstretch, especially when Henry got hurt. They were 25 to 1 a week ago to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they were 25 to 1. People went out of their way to go get the Tennessee money. Some books, you know, and some respected guys that I know went and grabbed it. And some of them have that lack of buying a ticket on them remorse that you just expressed because they didn't get the Tennessee money. Um, give themselves an out of 25 to one. So I think some books are still looking for Tennessee money because they're so heavy with Kansas city money. And they're so heavy with Buffalo money. That isn't their value on the Titans right now at 12 to one. 100% there is there's, there was huge value before everything happened the way it did on Sunday and it was 25 to one. So they cut the price in half, but there's still value on it. I looked at it last yesterday. I was like, wait a second. Why are the Titans not the second choice behind the Chiefs? I understand the Chiefs have to be the favorite. One, because you got the most money on them anyway. Right. And two, they're the only team, I think, that's going into Tennessee and being favored. I don't think Cincinnati. Cincinnati We we said Bills. You said the Bills could be, though. Bills are a pick. I mean, they could go off as a favorite. Depending the way this goes with, I mean, if the Buffalo wins 38 to nothing. Okay. Sunday and then destroys whomever they play in the playoff game, which I mean, they're going to get the four or five right now. It's not going to be an easy game. I don't think right. it is. No, but that's what I mean, I don't think they're destroying any. It was like, why I was like, wait, destroy. It could be New England. Right. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> like, I mean, they just... could lose. Yeah. You know, so. If they go and they somehow destroy New England, if that's by the, the way, matchup. how 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 fitting would it be if it's Patriots Bills in a blizzard and the Patriots had the same and they out Buffalo Buffalo? It could happen. I can't wait for it to happen. It, it would be unbelievable. The Patriots go and out oh. Buffalo if if it's thirty, you know, it's 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 negative ten, you know, windy, nasty. It's the same yeah. type of crap they played in the first time around, and they run. And they, and run, they run, 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 and, and they, they run. Them, and the Patriots beat them again, <laughs> and they can't stop them. And <laughs> and stop and them. And, the, and the Bills can't pass because it's windy and it's snowing. Yep. And I mean, it could happen again. So I kind of, I mean, to be honest, if, if they're going to play Buffalo, I want the game in Buffalo. I don't want it in Foxborough. Why? Because I want the weather. Oh, I want the lake effect snow. I want the wind. I want Buffalo. Uh, January uh, weather. I don't want right. New England. I don't, I don't want 40 degrees and sunny, which is very possible in January in New England. Give me that. <laughs> give me that lake effect. Nasty. I want the game in Buffalo. It's it's crazy thing to say, but I, I would prefer if the Patriots are going to face the bills in the first round. I want the game in Buffalo. Well, when you look at the games this weekend, the Buffalo is the largest spread 
of all the games, 17-point favorites against the Jets. There's no way they're losing this game, right? No. I would be – I mean, come on now. No. That would be – the only way they would lose the game is if, like, Sean McDermott pulled all his starters and, like, just thought the game was over and it wasn't. And there's some, like, ridiculous – like, all of a sudden, they got to put Josh Allen back in the game. And, like, that would be the only way. But, no. I mean, the Bills – at home against the Jets. No, the Jets can't wait to get to somewhere warm. They're all going to have flights <laughs> booked at a Buffalo to, to Aruba and Cancun. Right. Yeah. They're, they're getting the hell out of there as soon as that game's over. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's no way. Um, so the game will be in Buffalo. Yeah. Which I'm happy about if it's the Patriots, because the Patriots, uh, I got to think about the scenario because well, they're the, they're the, I mean, can the Patriots be lower than the five? If they lose. Oh, they, they have can. to lose. They have to lose to Miami. Yeah, they lose to Miami, and the Colts win. The Colts are ten and seven. The Pats are ten and seven, and the Patriots would be the Colts would be ahead of the Patriots. Oh, they'd lose the tiebreaker, and then the yeah. Patriots would have to play the Bengals. Uh, I think so. Yes, because oh. that 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 oh. was the case before the Colts lost to the Raiders. The Patriots were going to play the Bengals on the mm. road. Okay. Which again, that's my Zach Taylor versus Bill Belichick dream. Might like that matchup better for your Patriots. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. 100%. 100%. Pats can handle Jamar Chase. I would be a little concerned about the other receivers. You put JC Jackson on, on Jamar Chase, you then would go ahead and run a couple of safeties. You know, I, I think the tight end could be a problem, but you would make Mixon be the star. You would force them to run. Oh, by yeah. the way, Baker, Baker Mayfield will not play Sunday. For this, for the Browns, so he's having surgery. He's done for the year. Yeah, so that's not a huge shock, but just FYI on your handicapping going forward for the Browns game this weekend. Um, Baker like will the not. Bengals before. Yeah, it's probably actually helps Cleveland because they got a healthy quarterback playing. True. Yeah, in yeah. cases, I mean that's yeah. People have said you know Baker's play Case Keenum anyway, right? <laughs> over over Baker and then run the football. Um, Since he's Chubb. flipped to be a three point favorite now because of that, that was fast. Wow, pulled that down to go. Uh, speaking of playing, uh, it sounds like Waller is going to play for the Raiders. I saw this this morning. I texted you about it. I I took the minus one twenty in the plus three for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. How far do you think this number is going to drop now? Because it sounds like Raider money is coming in. Um, now, I haven't seen a three-point spread like like the Steeler game yesterday in a long time where it was pick one around there. It goes all the way up to Cleveland minus three and a half. It flips all the way to Steelers minus three and comes back. At the end, when that game kicked, Cleveland was back to being a pick or minus one. I haven't seen that in a long time. This game opened three. You grab three. I don't think it gets all the way to pick, but I think it comes down. It might get down to one, you know, Chargers minus one. I don't think it flips I mean, unless we get some big news. Eckler and all these guys can't play. Um, but if we everything stays straight up, I think you do get the Raider money early and then you get the Charger money late. Although we're here in Vegas, it might not go back. It might come, it might come down. I just at this point would see a really it's a hard time for me to see the Raiders go off as the favorite. I think it'll it'll stay above that that line. 
Yeah, I just took it because I, I like the three. People were saying, hopefully it goes to three and a half. And I'm like, it's never going to no. go to three and a half. Hell it's, no. It's never going three and a half. So no. once I saw the minus 120 and the Waller news that he's probably going to play, I was like, okay, that's a huge deal to me because getting that dude back changes their offense. Renfro gets to be oh. far, far more dangerous when you got yeah. Waller on the, on the field. And then you've got, you know, Moreau's played well as a tight end. You got another tight end option. They're using more of Marcus Mariota, which I like a lot in short yarded situations. Yeah. They're just hot. And Jacobs is running hard and he's healthy. They're just a hot team right now. And I mean, you know, there's going to be a fourth down call that the charges are going to make. And you just hope that the Raiders defense keeps playing well. And we they- should look at betting that actually. That's a good idea. Um, well, we, we were right about the Baker the Baker pick last night and the Big Ben pick last night. We gave those out yesterday. Yeah. Saying that both those and they both came in. So if yeah. you got even money at DraftKings on that or minus 105, like we talked about at FanDuel, uh, both those came in. So, yeah, I mean, if there's a bet, it's probably an offshore, though. Is it, do you think an onshore is going to put up a, a prop? Is Will Brandon Staley go for, go for it on fourth down? Um, It feels like an offshore. I don't wager. know. I mean it's the last week of football season. You see a lot of stuff kind of go, um, <laughs> you put a lot of stuff up. I know we used to do this. We, you know, you're a little more loose with your restrictions. Um, because you know, there's only so many games left now. It's only playoff games. So, so sad. You're like the last week of, yeah, the last week you're like, yeah, put it up. I mean, yeah, put it up. So <laughs> like, you, you get a lot of that. And then, you know, you do get a lot of, I mean, the, the interception prop. Shout out to my buddy, uh, Carl, uh, who, yeah, nice. who, who tweeted that at us yesterday. Um, you, you do a lot of fun stuff the last week. And, I mean, like, we got two games Saturday. I still can't figure out why the Dallas and Philly game got flexed to Saturday, and now we get the COVID news with the Eagles. The line steamed all the way to seven, and it totals 42. You might see some props in that stuff. Um, that you normally wouldn't see. Does that game matter? Cowboys Eagles position. They're, they're playing for seeding. Okay, but but they're both they're both in. in. So. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. The in out thing, I think, is the most important thing. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean, you're playing for five seed or six seed. I just not the division though, right? I mean, the Cowboys win the division. Cowboys are in. Yeah. The Cowboys are the, they, well, the, the Eagles division. can't win the division. So it's, it's not really no. seeding, right? I mean, the Cowboys are 11 and five. They're going to be one of the top four seeds. They're getting a home game. Yeah. I right? think. Yeah. The Cowboys so, can't be the three seed now. Right. Or can they? I mean, I they, they lo- yeah, they can because they lost to the Cardinals. So straight up the Cardinals at 11 and five, the Dallas, Dallas, um, that's weird. So Dallas is, oh, because Cardinals aren't a division leader. That's why Rams right. Rams are on the division. So technically, yeah, as long as the Rams win, I mean, the Cardinals aren't dead to win the division. They're still actually alive here to win the division at 11 and five. The, if they, the Rams like lose. The Cardinals can win a division with a win and a Rams loss? Well, we'd have to see what the tie, and as I mean, I have, to, I have to go to the tiebreaker because oh. you'd have Rams because the, uh, Cardinals are four and one in the division. Rams are three and two. So straight up, they're one and one, right? So that's yeah. 12 and five, 12 and five. Rams lose, Cardinals win, 12 and five, 12 and five. Head to heads, one to one. Next would be the division, which is four to one, four and one Cardinals, three and two Rams. So yeah, Cardinals win the division. Oh, hmm. 
if that happens. So the Rams have to win to win the division and win to get the two seed. So it's a, it's an important game there. They've got the head to head uh, win percentage on Tampa. So if Tampa wins 12 and five Rams win 12 and five, they can't catch the Packers. Packers are 13 and three. They're the one seed. So, you know, that game does matter for the Cowboys. It matters for the, for the Cardinals matters for the Rams. There are some games that do actually matter, but it's does the margin matter? I mean, Eagles are in, but they're nine and seven. San Francisco is tra- it has has the head to head over the Eagles, so they're the six seed. Eagles are the seven seed, but you've got a New Orleans team and a Falcons team that's still alive. Or I guess Falcons are eliminated. New Orleans still alive at eight right. eight. New Orleans wins. They go to nine and eight. They need San Fran to lose. Or the or yeah, San Fran to lose to get to, to, to jump jump over them. Okay. So Eagles would win at ten and seven. They'd go to six. They would go to the six seed. Oh. Saint, Saints Ooh. win. Saints go to the seven seed. Seven seed. Okay. Yeah. So there's still some ramifications. I mean, the, the Niners could go beat the Rams. Why not? I don't. Sure. I, don't, I think uh, Stefan. Oh, sorry, um, Shanahan is. I think six and two against McVay. Yeah, he he owns him. Like he's beat him consistently. Beat him already this year. So Jimmy G's not playing though, is he? Nope, doesn't look like it. Trey Lance probably is playing here. Uh, yeah. Bad spot. True. Big moment for the young kid though. Beat the Rams. That'd be big. Step up. It would game. be, but I mean, obviously the betting market agrees with that. They they took the points yesterday. That's down to four. Pretty much uh, everywhere. So, hmm. all right. So tonight, LSU will have 39 scholarship players against Kansas State. It's ridiculous. They will have two walk-on quarterbacks and a converted <laughs> wide receiver who played at was a 3A high school legend in Louisiana. Was an unbelievable athlete, but he converted to a wide receiver for a reason because he's he's really a runner, not really a thrower. 39. We'll do this in better to book it here, but any interest in the Texas Bowl tonight between K-State and LSU? I think I'm going to be curious to watch it, um, at least to see how it starts and how LSU handles it. I'm interested. Over from- 20 guys have opted out. Their head coach is fired. <laughs> like, and they have no and they have no quarterback. I, their two their two best defensive linemen are out. Both starting linebackers are gone. All their cornerbacks who are going to be NFL prospects are out. Uh the only group that has talent is wide receiver. Their wide receivers will be there for LSU. Is it time to stop the bowl game after? Hundred percent. Like like it's New Year's Day and it's done. Until the championship game, like enough with this. This one was a a pain to book. Nobody cared. The interest was low and handle. It's on a Tuesday. I mean, yes, it's football, but like it, we're done. We're done. It's over. And now LSU's done. Thirty nine kids. For people that don't know, eighty five is the number <laughs> normally of scholarship players that you have on your team. They have thirty nine. Like. Everybody's like, yeah, peace out. I'm done. I ain't playing. I ain't coaching. I ain't coming. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're we're you guys go. I mean, it feels like you're feeding the, the right to the lions, right? You're- well, Skylar Thompson, the quarterback for Kansas State, they were seven and three when he was there. He's back. K State will have their full complement. No one's out for K State. They haven't won a bowl game in four years. 
I, I mean, I'll hyped I, up. Oh, they're going to be jacked. It's an so hyped up. SEC team you can take down on national TV. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean. Can they score enough points to LSU? come to spread? We'll no. hold on to that. We'll hold hold that thought. Okay. On to all right. All right. Better to better to all book right. it. Well, well, well. That that is that answer. That question will be answered coming up here. Okay. Uh, in in in, right. in the next couple of segments. Okay. So we'll we'll hold off on on breaking that down fully. All right. All right so Washington is going to have a new team name. You kind of teased it a bit here. Shouldn't they just call it the Washington Football Club? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Steal it from <laughs> steal it from soccer. WFC. And just call it WFC. It Do works. You like that? Yes, it works. Oh. I like it a lot. Keep the keep the logo. I mean, keep the, the the colors. Keep the burgundy and gold, and just come up with some creative logo for your team. I mean, it's the Cleveland Browns. We have a football team named after a dude. Like, what are we? What are we doing here? What? what if you aren't going to use the Red Tails, okay? The Washington Red Tails is what they should do in honor of the African-American pilots in World War II, okay? If they aren't going to do that, which Snyder is just whatever, he won't get told what to do. I think he's doing it simply because people think he, are telling him he should do it. So he's like, right. screw you, I'm not doing it. And, you know, the piece of work that guy is. Mm-hmm. And then, so now, like, what are they, this is going to be an awful name. You know this name's going to suck. There's no way they come up with a good name. I just was at the store last week. Um, we're looking at stuff. And I saw the Cleveland Guardians. Yep, for baseball. And I was like, Ugh. But like you know why? You know why though? There's a whole history there with the Guardians. I understand the bridge, the two that's, big that's, things that's, on the bridge. Okay. And- All right, I just, I mean, it's going to be so hard to replace the name for the general fan that's going to replace that name. Like it's going to be hard. Whatever they come up with. Like I saw. Um, groundhogs. I saw um, something else. Really? You're not serious. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Groundhog. The, the Washington Groundhogs. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. They're gonna they're gonna screw this up. Like WFC is sitting right there. Just change the T to a C, and you just lean into the soccer and lean into the younger generation. Lean into it. Just take it. It's easy. It's right there. It's low hanging fruit. Don't mess it up. Keep the color scheme. Come up with a logo and away you go. It's just right there for Snyder. And he's going to, me- I mean, the groundhogs really, that can't the, be, it's, 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 it's like something out of a, a, back a, a in the day. The what they were. The nickname of the team was the hogs because of the pig because of the offensive linemen. Yeah. Like ground, like groundhog. You right, call so them the hogs. Can, Fine. Call them the hogs. The Washington hogs. Okay. Fine. That's I mean it, we have a college team called the Razorbacks. So why not? I mean, we we have already named it for you know feral pigs before. Right. So go ahead and all right, that's fine. <laughs> if you if you want to do that, I I, I it's better I than the groundhogs. I mean, like you kidding I, me? I that's saw awful. that last night and I was like, oh wow, really? They're gonna go there. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe the football, the FC is 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 okay. I, I just don't know. What do you do? You just put the letters FC on the helmet or on the merch? Sure, or what do you do? that works. Yeah, I mean that's you do you it. Intertwine in the, the WFC. You do it in 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 in, in soccer slash football all the time. They, 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 it is a first of all. I stop mean, calling soccer football. We know difference. 
It's over not the, over football. There. It's that you don't ever in your life call soccer football. football. Fine. You, you do it in Euro football. So in, 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 by the way, we should never have called American football football because the stupidest thing ever, but try, <laughs> try to explain to your seven-year-old daughter why we call it's football very football. Hard. She <laughs> literally, she, she, she goes, wait, I don't get it. When do you use your feet? And I was like, when you kick the ball. Yeah. So, but, but soccer use the feet all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, daddy. Nope. That's makes no true. sense to any of us either. It's <laughs> typical American baloney. It's just yeah. dumb stupidity that we are. But to me, if you're looking at how to brand and market your team and trying to bring your team into the 2022s 20, okay. versus being in the 1970s, which is the, what the old name was, it embraces a lot and it gives you, I, I mean, no one uses really the scarves all that much in the NFL. You could easily do that, and that could be your thing. I think that's super cool to have that. Maybe I'm watching too much Ted Lasso, but I like that idea. <laughs> and I I just think there's a chance to do some cool stuff with a different type of name and a different type of angle from there a marketing is. scheme. There is if, from that angle. And going with right. like the groundhogs or like, I mean, sporting Kansas City is a team. I'm, I'm not saying you come up with like something like that, which I found to be really odd like sporting like that's way too euro yeah but you've already gone to the wft so i don't think it's that hard to go to the wfc and just change the team to a c and away you go they want a nickname for merch and whatever i i understand that point you know but like groundhog doesn't do it um, I love like baseball is the Washington senators and the Washington capitals. So I don't mind going along with that theme of like the nation's capital, try to come up with like the Washington monuments. I've heard people suggest that I don't mind that it's not great, but it's, it's better than the groundhogs. Right. Right. They're going to mess this up. That all I'm saying 100%. is whatever, whatever name they choose, it's going to be disaster. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're going to choose. I'm, 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 and so read. Doing read, it Super Bowl week, they're going to announce the team it's name. So bad. Like Super Bowl week, like anybody really wants. So Carl that. says, yeah. Carl says the final eight names are Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Red Hawks, which I like, Commanders, Red Wolves, Defenders, and Football Team. It can't be Red Wolves because another team owns it, much like the Golden Knights here. Oh. Any of those? Any of those you like? Commanders. God, that's I, I can't do Commanders because of this. It's so. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the show on 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 Hulu. Um, what's the show on Hulu with the with the red hat in the with the white hat in the red scarfs? The Commanders are the evil people on oh. that, in, in that show. Um, yeah, so I'm forgetting the name of that show, but. Um, uh oh! I just had it on my tip of my tongue. Shoot. Anyways, but yes, that that's I I, I don't mind commanders, but that's those Armada. Are the bad guys. I don't like no. Um, Handmaid's Tale. There it is. Jeez, had to get my oh. brain right. So the, the commanders on on Handmaid's Tale, the commanders are the bad people. So it's okay. All right. so I don't really love commanders, but I get the I get the name. I don't mind Red Wolves and Red Hawks. Like I don't mind playing. Yeah, those aren't that. bad. Those aren't those bad. Aren't bad. We can we can get into that. Um, There's something to do with Washington D.C. with that, with those, or that's just keeping no the, the red. colors. Yeah, okay. just with the red, with the okay. with the. Okay. I mean, again, red tails makes too much sense, and they won't do that, right. <laughs> which drives right, me right, crazy because right. it's right. like you're you you you're gonna you offended one group with your name the first time. You would honor a group with their name the second time, and Daniel Snyder's too right. big of a 
stink to do it. So right. um, Reed writes, <laughs> my grand theory is that they're going back to the old name. The movie Groundhog Day is all about the same t- same day repeating itself. So Washington will repeat themselves by reinstating the old name. <laughs> oh, how about that? Conspiracy theories with people going going into this. <laughs> all right. So I, I I love this conversation because this is this is old. This is baseball now. Football coming to baseball. Yeah. So Cooper Cup last night was asked about him passing all the records. Okay. Yeah. He's going to pass the yardage record. He's going to pass the receiver, the receptions record. He said, quote, it wouldn't be right for his yards record and other receiving records to be counted ahead of Calvin Johnson, who did it in 16 games when he is going to do it in 17 games, right? This is Babe Ruth home run record conversation here yep. with Roger Maris, right? This is, Hey, Babe Ruth did it in 152. Maris did it in 161. Who actually has the home run record? Diehards would tell you that Babe Ruth still is the home run King or was before Barry Bonds yes. got involved. Does Cooper cup have a point? Or is it his record if he sets it? He's 135 yards to pass Calvin Johnson on Sunday. Oh, I think he's absolutely right. This is one of those things like that come with when you change something that's, you know, been something else for a long, long time. The records all get messed up. I mean, you know, they went from NFL games being 14 game seasons to 16 game seasons. And, for a long time, I remember being like a little kid going, what are you guys talking about? Like, what is the big deal? And then as I got older, I realized it is a big deal. Like, it changed everything. You know, the season rushing yard record was different in 14 games versus 16 games. Eventually, once 17-game season is the norm, okay. That could be so, the record, but do you, you put an asterisk? I mean, there has to be a, a different thing, either a different column in the record books, right? Or an asterisk or something. I mean, that's a big difference. You have a whole nother game to eclipse the records. So you are it, of the belief that before bonds get involved, that 152 for 60 home runs for Babe Ruth over 61 for Maris the home run king was actually that the, the asterisk was deserving. It was there for a while. Remember, One, oh, they, yeah. 151, 61 yeah. had the asterisk for a while, and then they pulled it down before Hank yeah. Aaron, before everything else got going, they pulled it down. But for a while, yeah. there was that asterisk on Roger well, Harris's record. 154 games versus 162. Oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. Was, I mean, that's a whole nother week of games. That's a lot. I mean, and – for the NFL, I mean, it's only one more game, but as but, a percentage, it's one sixteenth. That's yeah, a lot. What is one over sixteen? I mean, that's Whatever. that's eight yeah, percent more of <laughs> you know a season. That's a lot. So, what do you do with the Dolphins and their undefeated record versus the Patriots and what they did? Man, I was rooting, <laughs> I was rooting against the Patriots. I, I know, but wait, but you, was, you're saying the number because you're talking about a 14 game season, which yeah. is exactly what the Dolphins had, and the yeah. Dolphins played two playoff games. Dolphins went 16 and 0. Patriots went 18 and 0. They lost in the Super Bowl. Thank God. But they won 18 and 0. They did. They won two more. They played three more games, and they won two of those games before they ended up losing. It would have been they 19 did. and 0. But do the Dolphins have a chance of those 72 guys who pop champagne every time the last team has a loss on their on their record? 
Should they be doing that? That's annoying too, to be perfectly honest. That's, I would agree. That, that, that's annoying. <laughs> I mean, every season I'm like, man, maybe somebody can actually do it so they can stop doing that. But a lot of those guys, that's what they got left. So I'm okay with it. Like, I just know I bet against the Patriots like multiple <laughs> times that year and they just couldn't get it right. They just kept winning games. And then I was like, they can't win this Super Bowl too. And man, I can't believe they played everybody that last week against the Giants. Uh, they didn't cover, but they won. Uh, I, I, I don't know. We're not going to see that again, are we? Like nobody's going undefeated again, ever. We again. will. Yeah, we will. 100%. Somebody will. Somebody's going to run a regular season undefeated in the NFL in our yeah. life. We're going to yeah. see that again. Yep. I, I think somebody will run it. Somebody, I mean, at some point, wow. records are made, records are made to be broken. I mean, that I know be, but the way they'll be some super crazy. Yeah. I mean, 18 games is hard, obviously. So it's more, it's getting more and more difficult. We're adding levels of difficulty on top yeah. of it. So we're, we're, we're making it more complicated and more difficult. But I think somebody will, somebody will run the table. Somebody will have, I mean, heck, it could be the Chiefs at, at, at one point. I mean, Mahomes got a long time to go. He's got like a lot of great, talented players. If they somehow built an elite defense, their division's okay. It's not great. You know, the conference is changing, but I mean, those types of the Everything next Mahomes. Has to go so right. Oh, yeah. For 17 games, you have to get all the breaks. You have to get stay healthy. It just seems like it was. I mean, the Steelers did it. What? They went 12 and 0. Was that last year? Was last year they were twelve yeah, and zero. Then they fell apart. Wait, eleven and zero. Yeah, eleven and zero to to bet against them every single week. I was <laughs> like, I apart. know they are not good. I'm watching this team. There's no way. And then, you know, everybody got very healthy off of the last few games for them because they were clearly not that team. I just I don't know. I, I I'd be hard pressed to see anybody going undefeated in the NFL regular season ever again. Do you bet Cooper Cup over 135 yards on Sunday receiving? The big number. 135 is a big number. Who are they playing? They're playing San Francisco. Yeah. No. Game. No, he does not get the record. I uh, No, I don't think so. Do you? They're going to force feed him. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's not like he's 78. I mean, it's 135. How many times has he gone over 135 this season? Not many. I think once. I was going to say maximum three times without looking. Let me see. I think only, I think I saw this yesterday. It was only, he's only gone over 135 once. Uh, let's see. Cooper Cup. Um, his average is. 102 or something? Yeah, yeah, some of that. Just over 100, right? Yeah, so here is where he's gone over 135 once. Yeah, he had 163 against the Colts in week two. He he had 130 against the Giants. Oh, no, twice. Sorry, twice. 156 against Detroit Lions. So Lions... But that was way back in on Halloween. No, sorry, on the week before Halloween, on the 24th of October. Um... He had 136 on the nose against Seattle. So, yes, you're right. Three times. Yep. 136, 163, 156. So, three times he's gone over. 135. Under. <laughs> I'm betting on the totals yeah. 44. 
San Francisco's playing. San Francisco doesn't own them, but he had 11 catches for 122 yards in the first meeting. Yeah, they're going to limit his yardage. I mean, they may not limit his catches, make volume catches. 13 targets in that game. 11 catches, 13 targets. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) This dude's been targeted. He only got targeted seven times against Baltimore. Ravens did a good job of taking him away. Still at 95 yards. Right. And a touch and a touchdown, but they they really tried to take him away and they still got 95. But targets. It's uh, impressive. Since he's going to him and he still can't stop him. Every game has been in double digits for targets except for two this season. Strong man, a high of fifth, a high of 15, but normally it's 10, 11, 12, 13, 10, 12, 13, 13, 13, 10, 10, 10, 15, 13, 13. I mean, like it's literally like you know, he uh, Stafford drops back, it was like, Where's Cooper? <laughs> and, like, and then he moves off to the next receiver. But the first read is Cooper Cup, like every pass play. Is that his prop number? Have you seen that number? Uh, for receiving, no one has yeah. props up yet, but that's going to be his number. He's gonna, they're just going to put it at one thirty-five and say go ahead, or or maybe put it at one forty to screw people and say go ahead and bet it. But no one's going to put a prop on a normal. No one's putting a normal prop number up for Cooper Cup this week. That would be nuts because everyone would. I mean, it'd be a waterfall coming in at one hundred five, one hundred six, one hundred seven. Oh, what if you put up one fifteen and a half? Still a waterfall of all over, over, over. They got to It's got to be at least, I think it's got to be 125. The only question is, do the pros come in and hammer under like you're talking about? That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah, know if, they do. If the pros, if, if you put it's, up this number and you start right. at 125, 130, and the pros come in and start avalanching down on the under, that could drive the number down dramatically. Mm-hmm. But the, it's going to be one-way action from the public. I mean, it's going to be just, Every prop bet is oh. over, 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 over. Receptions over, yardage over, touchdowns over for Cooper I, Cup. I got to check this every day now. I'm I'm curious what the first number would be. That's 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 a very interesting discussion because I know 100. percent If I put up 135, I'm taking multiple limit bets at least to 125. I mean, yeah. there's guys that would be. We know them. You know them as well. <laughs> we know yeah. these people. If we tell them we can bet a nickel on these props, they're going to bet us a nickel and they're going to ask us what we're moving it to so they can bet it again. Again. And, gonna, <laughs> again. and, then, and then we're going to ask, well, what are you moving it to again? And I'm going to be like, all right, we missed with this number. Like we were, we, we'd be in trouble. So. So, so, so let's guess what is the opening number for Cooper Cup yardage when the props open? What's the opening number? What's the what's the contract and set or the record? 135. 135 receiving yards to break Calvin Johnson's no, record. And it was one ten last week. Like I think it was. Yeah, it was ten. No, or, I bet. And then it, it went one ten. One ten. Yeah, it was one ten and a half. Is what I bet. Okay. And it, did, and it didn't get there. It was one hundred five. Right. But that was the highest total for him for the season. Correct. It was one ten and a half. Um, I mean, the first number that came to my mind was one fifteen and a half. I think it might be that. I don't. Can we we can't put it one twenty. So one fifteen so and a half or one nineteen and a half. I think so. So Cooper Cup is eleven catches shy of tying Michael Thomas for the single season receptions record at one forty nine. Eleven. So, okay. So don't you don't you just set the number at eleven because of targets? Ten and, and a half. Okay. Ten and a half there. Yeah. One way action. You're getting one way action on the over. <laughs> on, well, I, I let him. I let him bet the over. Like I mean, okay. you know, they're gonna eleven sets the record. 11 ties the record. 
or maybe we make it 11. Maybe yeah, we then, make it 11 over minus a quarter or something. And then 135 receiving yards to tie the record for Calvin Johnson. All right. I would make it lower than that myself. I would, but only because I know what they're going to bet. Not because I don't think he can't get it. Right. Because I know what they're going to bet. You know, He has a chance to become uh, the fourth player in the Super Bowl era to have the triple crown. Receptions, touchdown receptions, and receiving yards. Wow. How cool would that be? Jerry Rice, Sterling Sharp, Steve Smith are the three players. Wow. I would have got Rice. I would have got the other two. I wouldn't have gotten Steve Smith. I would have gotten Sterling Sharp only because I remember right, but not Steve Smith. Wow. 2005 with the Ravens. So you have Jerry Rice, 1990, Sterling Sharp, 1992, and Steve Smith in 2005. With the Ravens? I believe so, right? Was that with the Ravens? Panthers. Had to be the Panthers, no? Okay. Maybe Steve's. Let's see. Steve Smith. Uh, I don't know. Panthers. It's uh, and Steve Smith. You're right. Yep, Panthers. Yeah, 2005. Yeah, Panthers. 103 reception. 103 receptions. Wow, that's a low number. 103 receptions. 1563 yards and 12 touchdowns. Yeah. You know, weird. You remember? Uh, um, Delone. Jake Jake Delone. Yeah. Jake Delone. It's still that that was their year going to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, no, wasn't it 03 when they played the Patriots? Lost by three. Uh, that was the year before the year after they didn't go. Yeah, they they, they must have lost in the AFC championship game. They played three playoff games that year in 2005. Mm. Yeah. Um, what happened that year? When who who did they lose to in that year in the playoffs? They lost to big favorite. They, they lost, lost to Tampa to Seattle. No, Seattle, Seattle. game. 34 14. Seattle. In the, yeah. In the in the championship yeah. game the next year. Yeah. They were there. Well, they got spanked that year. And that was the year the Steelers yeah, won the beat, Super Bowl. The, beat the yeah. Seahawks in 21 10. Yeah. For Big Ben's ring. That's Speaking right. To bring it all back to the beginning part of the show. <laughs> to bring it all back. Real, real quick before, before we do better to book it, I just want to yep. get your reaction to this. Can you believe the Jaguars might hire Bill O'Brien? No, I mean, the, this if this happens, I mean, did you not watch the Texans? They were in your division. Like, are you are you OK? Like, what are they? I mean, I know the Jaguars. I, I get it. But if Bill O'Brien gets the Jaguars job, are you I mean, what? I, some some owners, you just can't help. It's the but, GM. It's not the owner. It's bulky. So he, what is he, he selling the owner? Like the owner's got to be like, you know what? You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Everybody got to go. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. Like, because you keep letting these guys tell you who to hire and then looking at the wrong places. Go, at this point, go get me a young coach or go get me Dabo. Somebody who, who I can count on to be here for Lawrence. I got an asset, right? Trevor Lawrence. I got to make sure we're going to coach that can relate to him. Now, Bill O'Brien is a quarterback kind of whisperer. All right. He is. I mean, he helped a lot of quarterbacks back in college. And then in new England, he was pretty good with, with Wait, Belichick. I mean, right. No. Can, can we disparage this rumor? Okay. So can we, so at Penn state, you're a Penn state guy. And that wasn't what? a good fit. 
What quarterback did Penn State have that Bill O'Brien became the quarterback whisperer for? He turned Christian Hackenberg into a number one draft choice, a first round draft choice. I can't believe it because I was watching the games going, is anyone not watching the games? The kid can't hit the target. He couldn't. He had a bullet for an arm. He looked great in a uniform. Yeah. He could not throw the ball. So isn't that a poor job by the talent scouts that Bill O'Brien could create this? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think Bill O'Brien's got something on with a lot of people as far as. No, Bill O'Brien had the balls to yell at Brady. That's what Bill O'Brien has. Okay. Bill O'Brien is from my town, from Andover, Massachusetts. Bill O'Brien is from the same town. Okay. And. Uh, look, let me correct myself. He's, he went to high school in my town. So he's been, he, he went to Phillips. Okay. So he's okay. Phillips, Phillips Academy, ritzy prep school. Okay. He gets the Patriots OC job and no one knows who Bill O'Brien is because everyone knows that at the time the OC was basically being told what to do. <laughs> like Belichick is telling the, the OC what to do. Not a lot of power in that spot. Bill O'Brien is a guy who's coming up the ranks. He's young. He gets into the screaming, streaming match with Brady. And everyone's like, right. oh, my God, oh, yeah. whoa, you, you can sit. And, and that's how the myth started for Bill O'Brien. Really? And okay. every other place he has gone, he has sucked. Yeah. I mean, that was the moment everyone was like, oh, my God, he's got the chutzpah. He's got the, oh, yeah. Got right, the right, 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 he's sitting up right. to the goat. Right. Gets the Penn State job. Sucks. Gets the Texans job. Sucks. Goes to Alabama. And I know people are like, look at the Bama offense. But there are, I know Bama fans who aren't really in love with Bill O'Brien because he won't run the damn ball. Right. Like Bill O'Brien should have been running with B-Rob like he did against Cincy all yeah. year. But right. he wasn't. Cause he wanted to throw show off his ability. Hey, I got mm. Bryce young. I got the Heisman trophy. We're going to throw the ball like crazy. I got these wide receivers and everyone's like, yeah, but their pass protection is not that good. Run the ball, <laughs> like right. run the damn ball. Iron bowl. What are you doing? Throwing like crazy. Run the ball. They can't stop the run. Now we're throwing all over the place. And now he might be back in line because he gets under Saban. And now Trent bulky is going to be like, yeah, we're going to hire, we should hire Bill O'Brien. Does Trent bulky have any ties to New England? Not that I know of. Okay. I'm but, just, I, I don't know what I, I again, I, I look at it and like, I, I call a lot of these things sometimes like an inside job, like his 100%. agent was his agent or whatever. And like, oh, well, you know, get him the job. Like, yes. Wait a second. What track record did he have that earned him this job? It's just like we talked about, like when Herm Edwards came out of the booth in, in, in ESPN to go be, the Arizona state head coach. He hadn't been on a field coaching in 20 years. And, but his agent knew to do the president of the school at Arizona state. And they're like, Hey man, Herm will do it. Oh really? Herm will do it. Yeah. Give Herm the job. Okay. Yeah. Herm's got the job. I think the Jacksonville job is huge for the future of the franchise for Trevor Lawrence, get a young upcoming coach. Who's going to merge and, and, and meld with Lawrence right now win the room and compete in the division. Getting, oh, yeah. a, getting a guy like Bill O'Brien, it seems like a, the one of the worst hires you could possibly make. Power hungry, explosive. He's a great offensive coordinator. You made the comment earlier in the show. Great OC. That's what he is. Some people just aren't meant to be. I For me, like for me, like I, I tell people all the time, I'm an awesome captain. I am a kick-ass captain. You give me orders, I will go and, you know, raid cities and burn down whatever you need me to burn down, okay? <laughs> but as a general, 
I'm not good. When it's right, my right. when it's my ship to run and I'm the one that has to dictate, my people skills suck. I'm not good <laughs> at communication. I'm not good. I, I want it my way or the highway. We're doing this. I don't want to explain to you why I'm doing this. Don't ask me why I'm doing this. I'm doing it. Shut up and get out of my way. Okay. Right. I am not a I am not a good general. That's right. Bill O'Brien. He is not a good general. He is that's a power hungry person. That's not what you need right now for and not for Trevor time. Lawrence. Nope. And, and and frankly, if you mess up this hire. They're the London Jaguars very soon. Not only that, Trevor Lawrence could be out of the league in a couple of years. Like you yeah. can, how many young quarterbacks with this high ceiling and high potential have we seen ruined in the past decade from bad situations and bad head coaches who are not good generals, like you just said? A lot, you know, if you don't change and kind of conform to what you got, that guy's out of the league or a journeyman backup for years. Like he's just sitting on the sideline in the uniform with the clipboard going, man, what could have been? I don't know. Like I, but I, I think Jacksonville's at a really, um, you know, crossing point, right? It's oh, a, it's huge. A, it's a huge, you know, it was a complete utter disaster bringing in urban Meyer. I don't want to be the guy following the guy, but they can't mess this up. I don't think they can mess this up. I would agree. Yeah. All right. Time now for better to book. It's going to be a quick one. Only two bets to get to you and all in the same game. We teased it earlier. We're talking about Kansas state going into the Texas bowl against LSU. It's a bad number. Okay. This number was three and a half CLV society. If you're on three and a half, you're on four and a half, you're on five and a half. (laughs) Welcome to CLV society. Okay. You are right there in the band. Playing along. They put I, me up in the crane, by the way. I saw the I picture that. this morning. What the I, hell? That's that was me. Good. I did that. Well, you took the picture. I just, I we, I me, me and SoCal DGen created that. I, I made it black and white, and he he put the CLV Society across across of it. So it. that hashtag CLV Society is, if we're going to do shirts, yeah. that'll be the first Bostonian versus the book t-shirt that we're oh, going with um, for, for us on our, on our album covers. And uh, right. so, so. I'm on the wrong end of the CLV society. God, I got to the highest number, but I don't care because LSU ain't scoring today. (laughs) And I'm going minus seven Kansas state betting it or booking it. This is so ugly. All these games to pick from today. You pick this one. It's only football game. I don't want to bet basketball. You you want to bet college basketball with five games getting canceled in the last three hours? No. No, college basketball is, is the hardest thing in the world to look nightmare at. Right nightmare. Right oh, absolute nightmare. Um, all right, just so we have something to talk about tomorrow, I'll book it. I can't stand it, but I'll take the best number possible on planet Earth. I'll take the seven. Um, I'll take the walk-ons. I'll take <laughs> I'll take the 39 scholarship play. How are they gonna compete in this game? I almost bet this at plus seven until I talked to an LSU fan and he was like, Hell no. He's like, absolutely. He's like, we are going to get crushed. And I went, okay. Yeah. Bet in Kansas State. Yeah. I, I, I'll take, I'll take LSU. I just hope that it's a close game. I don't think there's a chance in hell that LSU can win. And that's when I hate taking the dog when I get no shot at winning the game. I don't think there's a shot in hell I win the game. But why is the number only seven? Like, why haven't we gone to 10 yet? That's because K-State's a running team. K-State is a running team. Well, all right. So limited possessions, you know. Right. Final bet. LSU team total under 20 and a half. 
I don't like the under 47 and a half or 48 because I'm concerned that we're going to get 17 points out of LSU and then 30 points out of Kansas State. And it's a 30 17 final or a 30. 31, 32, 33, 34, 17 final, somewhere in that range, or or a 30 to 20 final. I cover the seven, but the over comes in. I like team total under 20 and a half for LSU. Betting or booking it. Mm, so I just booked the dog. The dog. You got the favorite. I'll bet this one 27 20. That's the number, right? That's that's the that's the spread. That's what team total team total for Kansas State is twenty seven and a half, and the team total is twenty and a half coming down to twenty. For yeah, LSU. yeah, twenty seven twenty. So it falls twenty three seventeen twenty three twenty. I like the under in the game. Oh, so I like uh, yeah. I'll, I will bet this one team total under. <laughs> If LSU scores more than 20 points, your first bet is in jeopardy. Correct. 100%. Yeah. But I would prefer Kansas State to win a high-scoring game than LSU to win a high-scoring game. There ain't no so. way in hell LSU's winning a high-scoring <laughs> game. I don't think there's a way in hell with that situation the way it is. I don't think there's a chance. If it wasn't the quarterback, like it was a backup quarterback or second-string quarterback, even third-string quarterback, I probably would agree. that. Right. But this is a... This is two walk-ons and a wide receiver. They're going to run yeah. Wildcat tonight, like against a K-State team that's fully healthy f- with everyone. <laughs> They're coming with their team. And at right. one point this year, K-State was a pretty good bet. They were bet- they were beating some teams pretty yeah. good in the, in, in the Big 12. Right. And they're coming in. You know, Skylar Thompson, they're coming in to win. They're not coming in here just to like, oh, yeah, we're in a bowl game. Like They want to beat LSU. Beating LSU looks great on the recruiting Pamphlet. For sure. This is, yeah, this is a big spot. All right. I'm already not liking my, my booking. <laughs> I just think, I just, I don't think LSU is going to score. And it's, it's the, it's the 39 scholarships, but it's also the fact they don't have a quarterback. Thus, they don't have an offense. Their leading running back is out. Their wide receivers are there, but who cares? They can't throw the ball. Two offensive linemen are out. The entire secondary is out. I mean, there's two safeties that played that are there for, but you have all the cornerbacks who are gone. The two best run stopping linebackers are gone. The two best run stopping defensive linemen are gone. I mean, there is in the head coach is gone. The, the offensive line coach is coaching this game for LSU tonight. Like, like this is, I've never seen a team like everyone's like, peace out, man. I'm out. I'm, 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 I, I don't need to be here. It's oh. insanity. It, I, I've never seen a game like this for an SEC school, right? Where everyone you right. say, well, hey, you know, yeah. a second string kid at LSU probably has a chance to be a decent Big Twelve team. No. Maybe LSU has sucked the last couple of years under Orgeron. Right. Yeah. So, like the recruiting ranking says, the, says the kids are good, but I don't know. I'll take a Skylar Thompson led K State team that actually <laughs> wants to be there that can run the football. The kid was seven and three as a starter before he got hurt. Oh, he's back. We'll know early, right? Oh, early, I think, early. Yeah. I, I think we'll know early, so we'll, we'll we'll have it on, and I'll be like, "All right, this would be one of those ones in the book where I'd be like, all right, put on a hockey game.' Like we're done. <laughs> we can't we can't watch this anymore. I don't want to watch this. We're dead. We got yeah. no shot. We we'll just pay all the tickets and just you know <laughs> do the halftime and just keep it low and just get it done, you know. 
and, and because it could be really it, this could be ugly. This could be sounds like from the sounds of it now it could be thirty one to ten, and ten might be a gift for for LSU. Yeah, my call is twenty seven six. That's my call. Twenty seven six. Two field goals for LSU. Yeah. Not even yeah. a touchdown. Okay. I don't think the throw does down. <laughs> I think LSU is going to be alternate maybe, team total under. You should look at fourteen. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I just, I just, I, okay. You can get all, all creative, but I just think there's so <laughs> many unknowns about LSU. I mean, as I said, the wide receiver playing quarterback is an LSU uh, high school quarterback legend. He was like, he threw for like 4,500 yards, ran for like 2,000 yards his senior year. It'd be a hell of a story, no? Yeah, it would be an amazing story. That's what I mean. That's why I'm not going to get involved other than I don't want to go exotic and get all committed to this right. game okay. and then watch it, watch some, you know, Rudy type yeah. come up and all of a sudden it's like, where the hell did this kid come from? <laughs> like, we don't want not, that. Yeah, I don't want that. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take my one unit loss and just you know, tip and cap and move on Right. versus getting like overly committed and having something completely uh. un believable happen and burn me it. and I'm dropping multiple units and it's just, yeah, I'll just, I'll tip my cap and be, be wrong just on one, one unit. If I have to, yeah. I know what, I know what today is for you. The best thing about today is for you, but what you say it, you already, you already tweeted about it. What? Winter Today's the last over? day. Today's the last day. Winter break is over. Yeah. <laughs> Today's tomorrow morning is going to be brutal. I mean, because the, the two older were the, the, Youngest one and the oldest one stayed up last night. They had friends over. I mean, me and Jessica went to bed. I don't know what went on, but there were multiple <laughs> girls in here over here last night. They were watching movies. They were playing games at the table. I'm like, you know, school starts Wednesday. And they're like, yeah, where's mama? I said, she already went to bed and I'm going to bed now. And they're like, all right, well, we're staying up a while. And I was like, okay, you know, school starts Wednesday. So... <laughs> I got up. Madeline, Madeline, my seven-year-old, said to me, "I'm not going to school. I'm not getting up on Monday." So you're you're going to get that three times on tomorrow morning. I already I warned my wife on the way out the door today. I said, "You're waking them up tomorrow. I can't do it because I'm I, I'm trying to book myself on another show early in the morning. So I'm busy. So Daddy's working. Oh, he can't be bothered Sorry. because between the hair ties and then what are you wearing and all the other stuff, the chaos that goes on." And then getting them breakfast and all that other stuff, like two hour and a half of the wake up and getting ready. I don't even want to deal with it. So the best thing about today, favorite thing about today is that today is the last day of winter break. Tomorrow we're going to start fighting the chaos. Plus we got softball practice tonight. So, oh, really? freezing, but uh, we're back on the field to start getting ready for uh, tournaments. I believe at the end of this month, we're going to go play in a local tournament. So we'll be, in town, not traveling, but back on the field. So I got to get loose, get my arm loose, probably pitch some BP a little bit tonight or something. Who knows? Yeah. For me, it's a quick one, but I will say this is a selfish thing and maybe a little bit of a jerky thing to say, but best thing about today is that I'm not on the East. I don't live on the East coast and I don't live anywhere near I-95 where I did live there for a long time. And I've driven on I-95 on the East coast for a long time. Did you see what happened last night on I-95? I did not. People have been on the highway for 20 hours. What? Parking lot. There's a guy, I put it on Twitter. There's a dude who's calm, who's more calm than I could ever imagine being. Goes, we've been here for 20 hours. I haven't seen a state trooper in 12 hours. I haven't seen a tow truck in 14 hours. I have a half a tank of gas left and I haven't moved. 
and I turned my car on for an hour and then I shut my car off for an hour, turned my car on for an hour to get heat, shut my car for an hour. I could not imagine what what's going on. Like. Ice storm. Oh, that's I shut worst. down the highway. They can't get on. They can't get off. They're Have you stuck. ever had that happen to you? Yeah, but it's happened to me in Omaha and Iowa and happened to me in the Midwest. It hasn't happened to me on the East Coast, but it's awful. I mean, I'll, tell, I'll tell a story one day yeah. uh, about me and a referee driving together from Omaha to St. Louis down closed highways one year for Arch Madness. He was in working. Ice? I was covering it. I'll tell that story sometime, but it's the most insane, hysterical story I've, I, of my life. I was I'm a media member driving with one of the re- one of the guys who will work the entire tournament, including the final of Arch Madness. He was, you know, he was. I'll, I'll tell a different day, but oh. re- remind me someday to tell you that story. Oh that story goodness. is unbelievable with me and a referee. Oh, yeah. But so oh. I'm so selfishly. Best thing about today is that I'm in Vegas and I'm not in Virginia today because it is. And I it's been cold people. here, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't miss the ice storms and stuff like that. Like stuck on the freeway. That's terrible. Absolutely awful. Hours and hours and hours stuck there, <laughs> stranded. They've gotten out of the car. They walked around. I mean, like I was saying you to can't Teresa, get off the freeway. Like they shut down the 95. I was in Aberdeen, Maryland. I was coming home in 1993 and they shut it down and they had it blocked and said, everybody off. We slid down the off ramp. I'll never forget it. And I parked at some like Best Western. We didn't move for three days, but it was the second weekend of March Madness. Mm. All we did was watch basketball, order Domino's pizza. We could walk across the street and get. And I went and saw CB4 with uh, it was one of the worst movies of all time. But I didn't move because of an ice storm. But they didn't let us go for they didn't open a freeway for parkway for three days. Like, what are these people doing? And it's funny because uh, by 11 a.m. this morning, East Coast time, they started to just be able to drive after being stranded for 15 hours. Oh, Tim Kaine, the, the U.S. Senator of Virginia, was stuck until 830 on Tuesday morning, 19 hours after he had left D.C. to drive home <laughs> to, to, to Virginia. Yeah, I mean. It That's is. where it started, Richmond, Virginia. And I got all the way to Aberdeen, Maryland, and they said everybody's off the freeway. But, like, they, they don't have salt. They don't no. have the stuff yeah. that we have up a, a, in the Northeast and, and, and in Pittsburgh and places like that. So when it snows or ice like that, you're done. You can't move. Stuck on the freeway that long. Yeah, I, I, between man. exit 104, just north of Richmond, all the way up to exit 152, south of Dumfries in Virginia, if you know the area. 50-mile stretch. Oh, was stopped stopped so they could remove ice and snow. And it just left people there since Monday morning. They were there all day, Monday, overnight overnight into Tuesday. I mean, for, I mean, for the life of me, I could never imagine if I had a kid with me, what that must have been like. No. Wow. No. What? No part of it. None. <laughs> go outside we, and go for a walk right now. Hell yeah. And appreciate that we have the sun <laughs> shining here and not ice and snow. Oh man, I feel for you people, really. You guys can get the Bostonian versus the book wherever you guys get your podcasts. Dave and I will be back tomorrow, same time, same place with props.com on our YouTube channel. Until then, at Boston versus the book to follow us.